Welcome to a sisterhood of women who strive to let him in. You are listening to episode 11, titled Recognizing When We Hear God, part two. This is Kelsey Malay, and I am your host here on the Let Him In podcast, where my intent is to have these episodes full of thoughts and impressions and ways for you to easily let God into your every day. So over on my website, theguided.co, there is a free guide available to you that is called Our Guide to Know Him. And this guide I put together that has a ton of different articles and worksheets and prompts that allow you to grow your relationship with God and get to know him better. And one of the articles that I wrote for that guide fits perfectly with today's topic and is what I want to share with you today. It was extremely dark outside as I was driving to our family ranch. It was just me and my kids in the car and all the usual long car ride teasing and bickering had finally come to an end and my kids had just fallen asleep as I was approaching the final mountain pass I would need to drive through. It was completely black outside and the forest was thick on both sides of the road. I had driven the road several times over the years and was familiar with the surroundings, but this time it was different. It was the first time I had personally been driving through this mountain so late at night. Enjoying the quiet of the car, my thoughts began to wander and I was thinking about a wide range of topics. I then had a quick thought about how the mountainside is typically filled with wildlife and it isn't uncommon to see moose, deer, or other smaller animals. This thought was one of common sense. I was in a mountain where these animals lived. It was something I knew. As quickly as the thought came, I brushed it aside, thinking I was silly to worry about running into wildlife of some sort. Not more than two minutes later, I came around a corner and had to slam on my brakes. A deer was standing halfway in my lane. I was caught so off guard and my heart was racing. A few minutes later, after feeling a little more composed, God taught me a very important lesson. The thoughts that entered my mind went something similar to the following. If it would have been a prompting from me, you would have listened immediately. Why did you doubt what you already knew? You knew this was a mountainside where deer lived. Why did you brush aside the knowledge you already had? I felt like I had just been punched in the gut (laughs) because it was true. If I would have had an impression by a loving God that I needed to watch out for a deer, I would have immediately been aware and looking for that deer. I would have not thought it was silly and I would not have brushed it aside. I would have known and obeyed. But because I knew the thought had come from me, it was easy for me to have self-doubt. What I learned that night is a lesson that I know I will remember for a very, very long time. A part of him lives in each one of us. We are his. He is our creator. He is our father. 
as we go about this earthly life, we will all encounter similar situations as the one I did that night. It may not look like a mountainside and a deer, but it may be a conflict with a child or a decision of a new job. The list could go on and on. Whatever it is, the lesson is the same. Sometimes we don't need a prompting from God simply because we already know what we need to do. There is a part of him in us and that part of us already knows. Robert D. Hills says, we must have faith and know that we are children of light and that through faith in Jesus, our savior and obedience to his commandments, we may have his spirit his light to be with us, to guide us always. In John chapter 12, verse 36, it says, while ye have light, believe in the light that ye may be the children of light. The point in me sharing that story with you hopefully illustrates that sometimes we make hearing God's voice versus our own thoughts so black and white. And what if it isn't black and white? What if we could just come to accept that if our thought is good, has good intention and love behind it, that it stems from the source of that which is good, which is God. Whether it's actually a thought prompted by him or whether that thought came through our own mind, because he is already a part of each one of us. Moroni chapter 7 verse 13 says, But behold, that which is of God inviteth and enticeth to do good continually. Wherefore, everything which inviteth and enticeth to do good and to love God and to serve him is inspired of God. I hope this helps give you some encouragement in realizing that we are capable of having these great thoughts and impressions that may stem from our own thoughts, but really stem from him and that part of us that he resides in us. I want to leave you with today's thought. The next time when you are questioning whether a thought has come from God Ask yourself these two questions. First, how is this thought being stated? Is it using you or I in the statement? In my experience, God speaks to me using you, where my own thoughts involve I. Second, is this a thought that is coming from a source of good? And if it's coming from a source of good, does it really matter whether it's coming directly from God or whether it's coming from the source of that which is good, which may just be that part of us where he resides? Now would be the perfect time to pull out your Hear Him journal and continue in more stillness and open mind and a desire to connect with God. I love you guys.